Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. Is it rolling? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Turn my speakers up. Can they hear me? Louder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. This is a short episode. Right. This is Red Pegasus Podcast. <laughs> We're not talking anymore. <laughs> We're actually recording. Why not? I hope you keep all that in. Anyways. Um... We're hanging around some festivals that are known to the great state of Texas. Um, These festivals are wide range. Could be music related. Could be rodeo related. Mm. They could be a fair related Mm. kind of festival. Maybe approaching. Um, We're going to dive into some, um, touch base on them, talk about them, maybe inform you on some of them. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for hanging with us. So you want to kick it off with the one that is up and coming? Yeah. State Fair of Texas. Yes. Held annually in Dallas is one of the largest and oldest state fairs in the United States. It's cultural significance. It's a celebration of Texas culture, food, music, and agriculture. Fair showcases Texas uh, agricultural heritage and brings communities together. Iconic elements. The fair is renowned for its famous fried foods, including fried butter and fried (laughs) Oreos. The Big Tech statue, a towering symbol of the fair, welcomes visitors with the signature Howdy, folks! This is Big Tech. Welcome to the state of Texas. Probably my favorite festival. <laughs> yeah, probably. Of Texas. Um, usually go there every year. Yeah, I usually indulge in the fried food every year. I, yeah, I like to. to get something new every time, but also I like you know I have some go tos that mm-hmm. I'll go back and forth to. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, one of my favorite things. What's your favorite thing to take part in when you're at the fair? Um, when I'm at the fair, yeah, like what are you like? Mu- what are you like? If you could choose, like this is the first thing I'm doing when I go there. What what is it? It used to be the rides, but the rides have gotten sketchy. I don't know if it's just me getting older and like calculating the risks with some of these rides. For real. Uh, But it used to be the rides, if not just like arcade games. Yeah. Or visiting like livestock, the livestock area. Yeah. What about you? Um, I usually enter in that spot right off the dart rail, you know? So it's like right there, right when you walk in, it's like the car shows. Oh, yeah. That's usually what I do first. It's like, I'll go check out all the new cars. Yep. Or I'll do the outside part first where like all the trucks are and the big SUVs. Yeah. And then you go walk through the buildings. Yeah. Because I like to go checking out my new 4Runner every year. Even though I was like, you know, just dream. Like, <laughs> I know I can never afford this, but I just like looking at just it. Just one day. Or like checking out the new uh, off-road vehicles that, you know, every company seems to be coming out with nowadays. All right. We definitely know your favorite part of the, yep. uh, the state fair. Could you tell I was ready to, I had an answer already? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I had to think about mine for a second. <laughs> but Here's I think, some... I think I walk around a little before I get some food. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then catch music at the end of the day. Good spot. Anyways, we'll hit on this a lot in the next episode, you know, cause it's highlighting the state fair coming next week. The next one we have here is, um, South by Southwest. Yes, sir. You may be familiar with it. It's it's uh, usually around the spring break week, um, but it is based in Austin. It's a renowned music, film, and interactive festival and conference. Uh, it has cultural significance. It's a global platform for emerging and established artists, filmmakers, and tech innovators. South by Southwest spotlights Austin as a hub for creativity and in- innovation. Its iconic elements include the festival's diverse lineups, 
featuring thousands of performances, film screenings, and tech showcases, and the interactive portion explores cutting-edge technology and trends. Nice. You've been, right? I haven't. Okay. Surprisingly. I've... I haven't actually been a part of the South by Southwest, but you know, whenever that happens, like they always have like these mini festivals on the side. Oh, yeah. Like I've been through Austin when it was happening, so I just stopped and like was a part of a couple like mini festivals on the outside. Yeah. Um, But I've never actually been a part of it, but heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. I always hear great things about uh, South by Southwest. I mean, it's kind of like, what's the one in Colorado for the films? Oh, are you talking about Sundance? Yeah, in Utah? Sundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that. When yeah. it comes to the films, you get to see a lot of short films. Merced, a guest of ours, has had films there at South That's by right. Southwest. Yes. So um, definitely check that out. I'd, I'd still want to go. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's always during spring break, and right. we usually go on trips during yep. spring break. Yep. Um, another one of those fun festivals down there in Austin, Austin City Limits, also known as ACL. Iconic Music Festival held annually in Austin, Texas, one of the most renowned music festivals in the U.S. Um, It's got a lot of significance when it comes to culture, like the music mecca, uh, live music capital of the world, uh, showcases a diverse diverse range of musical genres from rock to pop to hip-hop, country and blues, promotes emerging artists, and the uh, Austin creative spirit embodies Austin's uh, creative and open-minded spirit. It attracts music lovers, artists, and creatives from around the world, fostering a sense of community and collaboration. Some iconic, iconic elements is Zilker Park, live the live music stages that it hosts, uh, has, uh, like the American Express stage as well as the Honda stage. Um, art installations, Austin Eats, which is a little section where uh, festival goers can sample some of the city's most famous in, uh, food offerings. Mm. And it's a culinary showcase of Austin's diverse and delicious cuisines. Nice. And just a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah. ACL is a good one. That's one that I've been to. Yeah. Definitely one that I recommend. I mean, it's like, well, I got my tickets through a radio station, so I can't really say how much the prices are, but it's pretty dope. I mean, you have three stages. You get to watch a whole bunch of different artists from different genres, like I just said. Um, so it's pretty cool. And top to bottom, they usually stack those lineups. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think one time that I went, it was The Cure uh, that was playing, and then uh, Gary Clark Jr., Childish Gambino, 21 Savage. I mean, you've just got it all. Yeah. Um, and it is more music focused rather unlike South by Southwest where it's a lot more variation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I've never been to either, but, um, good to know. The, uh, Texas rodeos. Can't forget about these, man. They are a significant part of Texan culture, uh, with events like the Houston livestock show and rodeo and the Fort Worth stock show and rodeo. Probably the two biggest in Texas, right? I mean, Houston's, I think one of the biggest in the country, if not the world. Um, but yeah, Fort Worth, definitely a big one too. Cultural significance is there. Rodeos celebrate Texas cowboy and ranching heritage. They honor the skills and traditions of working cowboys. Yes, they are still going around today. <laughs> um, they have iconic elements like the events include bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, and bronc riding. Say that five times fast. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> they often feature... good. <laughs> I got more and more hit as I went... <laughs> They often feature concerts, parades, and livestock exhibitions. Kind of nice. like what they do at the fair. Yeah. That's cool. We touched on some of that history, too, in the last episode, or last yeah. 
short episode. Right. Um, Mardi Gras at Galveston. I've actually been to this oh, yeah? when I was like 12 years old. <laughs> oh, nice. It was uh, definitely a while ago. Uh, Galveston's Mardi Gras celebration is one of the largest in the country, attracting thousands of visitors. Uh, it's a lively, family-friendly version of the famed New Orleans Mardi Gras featuring colorful parades, live music, and elaborate costumes. Some iconic elements, the event includes the Crew of Gambrinus Parade, you might have to correct me on that, known for its stunning floats and lavish costumes. Crew of Gambrinus. Gambrinus? Yep. Gambrinus. Yep. That's my guess, too. Um, have you ever been to um, like downtown Galveston lately? No, I haven't. Okay, um, they have like a it has like a New Orleans vibe. Yeah, like the downtown area has like the old, um, like apartments, hotels that are above the businesses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like along the main street, I think it's called the Strand or Strand Street. Um, yeah, and it kind of has like a New Orleans vibe. So I, I, I bet the Mardi Gras parade is pretty darn close to how we'd feel on bourbon street in new orleans yeah um it's definitely been like i said sometime that i've gone um but it was pretty cool i do remember the parade and uh that was pretty cool seeing all the floats and then of course people throwing the <laughs> the beads everywhere <laughs> for whatever reason right yeah well i don't know what the reason was i was like 12 years old <laughs> wink, Mommy, what's wink. Those? yeah right <laughs> so that'd be a fun one yeah um texas renaissance festival this is two one that I have um, been to, but it's been a long time. You've been to it? Yeah. Nice. I've, I want to say I was 10, 11, 12 years old. When oh, I went okay. To it, I've always wanted to go. Yeah. I have friends who go all the time. I yeah. definitely should uh, tag along with them. Now, living down south, you're a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like in uh, Waxahachie, right, or something like that? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Um, located in Todd Mission. There right. it is. <laughs> Wherever that is. That doesn't tell me anything, though. <laughs> Does that tell you anything? I was like, wait, I thought you were getting to that point because I had already seen that. And you were just like somewhere down there and walked the hatch, you right? And I was like, oh, wow. Are you joking? Or That's an actual city, Todd Mission. Yeah. What in the world? It's outside of Houston. It's a lot further than I thought. Just kidding. Wow. You're not anywhere closer. This, uh, I definitely thought it was close, though. Right. This, I'm probably thinking of a different one. Yeah, maybe. This festival transports attendees back to the 16th century with its Renaissance-themed festivities. Maybe they moved it recently, because that's exactly what this one that I went to is like. Yeah? They had, like, actual jousting happening. They had, like, all these people dressed up in, like, armor. And I want to say that's and, the... Yeah, I don't know. It's like I'll, medieval I'll times, to talk but to put into a festival. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, came home with, like, a wooden sword, you know, and fighting okay. my brother with it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, it offers a glimpse into historical European culture while highlighting the spirit of whimsy and creativity. They have things like jousting tournaments, costume performers, artisan crafts, and themed food to make the festival a unique experience. Nice. But they don't have like spoons and forks or anything. You just eat everything. Yeah, you just eat off your hands. (laughs) Might as well just go to medieval times. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's because of how things have lined up with us taking turns talking about some of these events, but I I feel attacked with this one. (laughs) Uh, just kidding. Uh, Cinco de Mayo celebration. Uh, Cinco de Mayo celebrated across Texas with major events in cities like San Antonio and Houston. Um, it commemorates the Mexican victory over French forces and serves as an opportunity to celebrate Mexican heritage and culture. Uh, festivities <laughs> often include colorful parades, 
traditional music, dance, and Mexican cuisine. Can't go wrong there. No, you cannot, man. I will happily indulge in that victory over French as well with y'all. Yeah, I actually, so um, I tackled a Mexican dish. This yeah. is my first time doing it. My mom my mom didn't help. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. I made my own tomatillo sauce. Nice. And dude, let me just say, it came out freaking great. All right, dude. It was real good. I was very surprised with myself. Nice. Housewarming party. Do it again, dude. Channel, channeled the inner Mexican in me and was like, <laughs> ancestors, please, ayúdame. <laughs> Your mommy and poppy would be proud. Yeah, they would. <laughs> um, uh, I'll take one. Fiesta San Antonio. Uh, it's an annual 10-day celebration in the city with a rich history dating back to the late 19th century. Nice. It honors the diverse cultures that have shaped San Antonio, including Native American, Spanish, Mexican, and German influences. The fiesta features a grand parade, vibrant floral displays, cultural events, and food festivals. All pretty cool stuff. I'm sure if you look them up, you can find the exact dates of when they happen. Um, but pretty much all these are all annual festivals and are occurred in the spring to fall time frames. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Festivals and events are not only a source of entertainment, but also a reflection of Texas's rich cultural heritage and diversity. Seriously, there yes, was a sir. lot. There was a lot of that in all these festivals, yeah, ranging right? from all different kinds of places in the world. They serve as a platform for communities to come together, celebrate traditions, and share their unique contributions to the state's identity. Texas's festivals and events are a testament to the spirit of unity, creativity, and pride that defines the Lone Star State. Yes, sir. Mm. That was good. Board. Gets me on board and hyped up to go to every single festival that we do, right? To. Just take road trips throughout the whole entire state, celebrating with uh, fellow Texans. I think the next one is ACL. That's because like ACL is always the first two weeks. Of October. Right, okay. It always lands on my birthday. That's also why I don't normally go to ACL, because it always lands on my birthday. And listen, I don't want to deal with a whole bunch of drunk people on my birthday <laughs> while true. I'm trying to watch some music artists. Yeah, you got to be in the right state of mind, mood, oh, yeah. like, Definitely. vibe to go to a thing like that, man. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Well, hopefully we'll see you guys at some of these, maybe at the next uh, Ren Fest. That's that's the one I'm talking about is Renfest. I wonder if that's the same thing. Yeah. We'll see. I'll have to look it up. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.